It's the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Welcome to Top Shelf Tuesday. I don't know why I butchered that already. Top Shelf Tuesday, most hated NHL players. We are going to have a lot of fun on this show, and I know our people in the comments in the chat are going to have a lot of fun chiming in with some names from the past as well. we got a bunch of news to get to uh, before we get to that, but first want to introduce the panel. Greg Boyson in the middle, Mario Tirabassi on the left. I'm Jay Zawaski. Thanks for jumping in. And I'm Shadow Stevens in the bottom middle. <laughs> and Lawrence is providing traffic and, updates and on the eights every uh, every. And Don Pardo behind the. Uh, yeah, I think we should rename Top Shelf Tuesday Top Temp Tuesday because this is the second Tuesday in a row. Yeah, triple digits. Like, yeah, it was. Uh, it I, was definitely a, a, te- a shorts temptation day for me. But then I couldn't find any clean ones. Ah. So I'm wearing slightly less dirty jeans. Slightly less dirty. That's fine. I yes. just wish we could have these 100-degree days on Thursdays and Fridays when, when we would do our show remotely. Yeah, for my 40-degree basement. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like, wonderful. You know, would be nice. Oh, well. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It's summer in Chicago. I'll take this over uh, uh, yes, tornadic happy, winds happy and summer rain. Solstice. It's, it's yeah. officially summer. summer, yeah. summer yeah. Solstice. Yeah. 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 Coming in with a bang. Yeah, well, yeah, it always right. does. Here's 100 degrees. Yeah. 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 So, all right, we got a lot to get to today. So last night, speaking of the heat, uh, I was coaching a softball game, and all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Apparently, uh, I'll let you guys sort of explain what happened. Kevin Weeks had some news, then he didn't. Kevin Weeks uh, believed he had news, um, so he was getting ready for game three of the uh, Stanley Cup final last night. Uh, He was outside the men's room at Amelie Arena, and uh, he had announced breaking news that the Blackhawks were hiring uh, Ryan Huska, a former draft pick by the Blackhawks and uh, former head coach at both the uh, WHL and AHL levels. He's currently an assistant with the Calgary Flames. Um, I think... I, like most people, was like, oh, uh, that's completely out of left field. Yes. And um, shortly after, uh, maybe, I don't know, five, ten minutes it might have been, uh, Weeks' video was taken down, or he took it down, deleted it. And, I, you know, I, it, it just didn't, it really didn't seem right, you know. It, it was a, a, a coach that was just kind of off the board, hadn't been connected by anyone else, and so, uh, and ended up, I ended up talking to two people who are uh, f- close to the situation, close to the uh, coaching search with the Blackhawks uh, in the know, and they both said no truth to the report. Uh, one said that uh, Huska had not been interviewed. One went as far as to say he is not a candidate. So take that for what you will, um, but it doesn't seem like Ryan Huska is in the uh, plans for the Blackhawks. Kevin Weeks later then, uh, a few minutes later, came out and said, hey, uh, I had announced some news. I guess that's not the case, but the coaching search is still in its process. And it's just like, so it, so it kind of just came out as, hey, they're still searching, and uh, sorry about putting out the wrong information. Yeah. When it, when, so, yeah. Yeah. When it first came out, he had Husk, not Huska. So yeah, I he said maybe, Ryan Husk. I, I thought was maybe like, he deleted it because he had the typo. Yeah. And then I thought that for you, sure, you, yeah. You were told by two people that are very trustworthy that, this is a nothing burger, mm-hmm. and uh, it this then he came back a very rare misstep from one of the most reliable guys. Yeah, yeah, I, it happens to everybody. I can't. Right. I, I, and he, for he he's hit on on pretty much everything that he makes a video for. So when he came out and did his whole spiel, I was like, wow, this seems very legitimate. Right. 
uh, and then it ended up not being the rare case. Rare misstep. I will give. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Kevin Weeks. I yeah. Wa- I wanted the Hawks to love, consider him. Uh, I for love the his work. Manager, yeah. president position, even. Um, I will give him credit for this. Yes, he made a mistake. He owned it. Yeah. But a hell of a use of the word fluid standing outside of a yeah. men's room. I give him credit for that. <laughs> I that mean, was, that was, even that if was it's nice the wrong touch. information, it was it yes. was a good it was a good video. To before say fluid it, uh, situation outside of a crowded men's room <laughs> is top notch in my world. Yeah, so I'll give yeah, him credit it was for that. Good. Well, and I would and I would say to people because I, I saw a lot of people then you know rep- on online last night saying, oh, well, what kind of coach is he? What do you know about him? And to me, it for, from from who I talked to. It really seems like we don't need to waste much breath worrying about Ryan Huska because it just, to me, does not feel like he is on the radar. Yeah. When, when, the, when our sources say he hasn't been interviewed and one says he's not a candidate, I don't think we need to worry much about him. Yeah. I agree. However, <laughs> for a guy as plugged in as Kevin Weeks, yeah. for this name to just fly out of the blue... And it's probably, if he's comfortable enough to go make a video about it, he's gotten it from a source that he believes Mm -hmm. is legitimate and he's comfortable with going. Most journalists wait until they have two sources, which is what you did last night, which is what I did with the um, Barry Trotz news that I heard. One person told me, I sought it out with another and confirmed, great, then I'm comfortable going with it. I don't know if Kevin did that as well. Maybe he's got a a source he trusts so much he doesn't have to do that, which is fine. I just find it odd that out of the blue, he creates a video, that's a name, and all of a sudden it's like, no, not a candidate at all. It's just weird. And I'm not saying that sources are lying to us or whatever, and I I do think there's probably nothing to this, but it's just very strange. Like, had he said Luke Richardson, it could have been, oh, I misheard you. You told me they interviewed him. I thought you said they hired him. My bad. But Ryan Husk is a name we've not heard at all before. Right. And in any way, shape, or form, and all of a sudden he's making a video that has happened. I, there's like a sliver of a percentage of for me that I'm like, maybe there's a little something there. Maybe he's on the radar as an assistant mm-hmm. or something like that. For, for those that don't know, Husk was drafted by the Blackhawks. Uh, didn't have much of an NHL career. When I say not much, one game. One game. Yep. One more than I ever played. One, one more, <laughs> yes. Uh, most recently played for the Springfield Falcons in 99-2000. He has been an assistant with Calgary since 2018. He was a head coach of the Stockton Heat before then and the Kelowna Rockets before then. Long running Kelowna was a seven years. So he's got some coaching experience, yeah. not head coaching experience in the NHL. But, yeah, there's probably nothing to this. But just the randomness of all of it. Yeah. Has me like ooh a little suspicious. I got the foil hat on a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but can we talk about Weeks' beautiful jacket? I mean, oh, look it's at that. I mean, minty, he's one of the best in the business. Yeah. Minty chocolate chip, fantastic mm. style. I yeah. needed some ice cream after looking at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo- nice. love the he, men's room. He looks room. like he's on his way to a, a more stay in the time concert. It's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. I have to yeah. say the the since you know the Turner ESPN switch a lot. The wardrobe has also improved. You've got Bissonette always has some sort of funky looking suit on. They're all kind of trying to one-up each other on the thing. Wayne Gretzky has re- resurrected the sweater vest. Yes, yes, he has. <laughs> that, that, you know what? I got to say, Wayne is not fat, but that is a fat guy go-to. The sweater vest, you yeah. can rock that in any, I mean, you know, like any sort of formal occasion, if your shirt's not really fitting right or you know you're going to sweat too much, yeah. 
The sweater vest is a perfect go-to. Right, well, I think uh, opening night, I will wear a sweater vest over one of my Roosevelt's. <laughs> there you go. I'm totally, Rose- on, I'm totally on board with the clothing gimmick, obviously. They've got to uh, get yeah. into the uh, Roosevelt's got to get into the sweater vest game. Oh, I don't, that, that's, that's money I can't afford to be giving them right now. Keep, <laughs> wait till I get my endorsement deal. Then they can roll yeah, out the sweater vest. There you go. We got to work on that, man. I'm trying. We got to yeah. work on that. wear. Yeah, yeah so hey, look, it, there it, is it, a there is a sales position open for the uh, Chicago region of all cities. So sign up. Yeah. If you're a salesperson, yeah, there you go. sign up and get Greg that endorsement. That's you your can, first job. Yeah. Oh, we should mention, by the way, uh, allchgo.com in the Chicago locker. New some shirts. sweet new designs. New, the uh, oh, skyline. I know Lawrence Perfect is pulling it up right though. there. Hold on, hold on. Let's just Absolutely this beautiful. This is the CHGO 2022 summer. The summer, the summer, the summer collection. There, yes, there's the there uh, there's the skyline. The that looks fantastic. Shirt. I love that shirt. Look at that bean. I had four yeah, or five people reach out to me and say, "Hey, how can I get one of those?" I'm like, "The link." Like, <laughs> Seriously, what, yeah. Do you think I have like a yeah. case of them in my car? Like, that's not the case. <laughs> there's this thing called the internet. <laughs> well, I had to pay for it. You had to pay for it, yeah. pal. Yeah. But I did. I ordered myself one. My wife got the new Cubs one, the Hey Chicago, what do you say shirt, and then the White Sox one. Is the old English font, the South Side bias. Those all look fantastic. And did you notice that we actually did it correctly, unlike the White Sox? It's South Space, capital S, side. Uh, Like their jersey. That's just South Side. Ah, yes. They look awesome. I love all three of them. I have two of them. I'm not a Sox fan, so I will not be getting that one. (laughs) Um, But But you'll be playing one on TV tomorrow. I'll be playing one on TV tomorrow when we go to the tailgate. We all will. The CHGO (laughs) tailgate. And if you're interested in that, go to the CHGO Sports uh, Twitter page at CHGO underscore sports. And uh, I got to see how many tickets are left. But jump on and join us tomorrow. I'm sure, we can find game. some room for you at, yeah. at yeah, the G spot. I think like to, all to the all the tickets have been purchased for our our little deal. But definitely, yeah, if you're going to the come game, going please come hello. hang. Yeah. We'll be in lot B. Lot B, I believe. Find us. We've got our awesome new banners, and yeah, you'll see. We'll be big. easy to find, and uh, come stay, say hello, and uh, we'll say hello. Yeah, back. The three the three of us will be there. Um, so four of us. and I think I count. Four of us. Lawrence, Lawrence four, will be there too. of course. Lawrence has to be there. You're, <laughs> it'll, you're be, it'll be hard to, be to miss. We I'm got sure, new. Uh, I'm sure our awesome White Sox guys will be there. Yep, White Sox crew will be there. We Herb got some awesome Sean. CHGO banners. Will be uh, hard to miss. Although they are black and white, that might blend in pretty. Uh, black uh, blend into the to the Sox uh, Sox colors. Just there, smell but, uh, yeah, the delicious Weber Grill well, meats. That that's are the other thing you mentioned to me before the show today, Lawrence. In the description of the podcast. There's a link. If you're in the market for a Weber grill, like I am, if you use our link, you save using their link. So go to our podcast descriptions. There's a Weber link in there. Use that link and you can save on your purchase. And uh, it obviously helps us out a little bit because Weber is bringing us grills to the tailgate to use to cook for everybody. So it's going to be awesome. Cooking. We're going to be grilling up some encased meats uh, tomorrow. That's mm. exactly right. <laughs> Can't wait. That's how they got me to go. That's how I'm going. Yep. <laughs> I've not been to the uh, to the G rate or the Joan as you called it earlier today, Joan. Lawrence. That's what US Sailor. Shout out to Joan. Uh, yeah, I haven't been there in years. I've been dreaming of churros since this uh, <laughs> event was announced, so I can't wait. Yeah. It's gonna be a good time. It'll I'm excited good. to check out the Craft Cave, which you know that's uh, the where the nice, tasty beers they have. Mm. I don't really know what beers. I haven't been to the Cell or the G rate or whatever we're calling Kamiski. it. G spot. Yeah, Kaminsky too. Sox Park, my friend. Yes, Sox Park. I still call it Kaminsky incorrectly. I think it's been like six Kyle years Kaminsky. for me since I've been there. So yeah. it should be warm. It should be sunny. It should It'll, be. It, I'm a good glad time. it will not. It was not today. Yeah, yeah. it will be tomorrow, which I think is going to be like mid 80s. Yeah, still, still pretty be, toasty, oh, but, but not it's triple be digits. Beautiful. Yeah. 
All right, before we get to the cup finals, we should also uh, introduce our newest feature on our set, the He Who Shall Not Be Named Swear Jar. Um, we threw our money in that we owe uh, from mentioning the name of the former Blackhawks GM. Yes. So every, it will remain on set as we do shows, and we'll add money to it as that name comes every, up. Every time uh, that name is uttered, we will have to throw in a dollar. Yes. Uh, and then we're going we're gonna to pick up – we're going to figure out a fun charity and maybe by like opening night – We'll uh, we'll donate we'll donate and then jar, and we'll, we'll maybe, replenish. Yeah, and we'll do maybe we'll do a fun little uh, where you, we'll send a link out and you can donate to that cause too. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it for a worthy cause. Maybe you know every month once the season starts we or whenever it's full. Although we donate I'll say this, it. I hope we don't have to send any charity too much money because just stop talking about that guy. You would think. Yeah. You think, but you I'm, know, I'm, I'm hoping by the regular season we're not talking about him. Well, then anymore. we can we can we can <laughs> we, we can, can name, we it. can name it something else. I like the idea of raising yeah, money every month for a worthy cause here in Chicago. There's lots of them that need our help. Absolutely. All right, we're going to start with the Stanley Cup or the Calder Cup. Where do you guys want to start today? Let's go with the Calder Cup. Let's do it. Greg, right. you were there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a one-sided game. The Wolves. Um, yeah, pretty much. Wolves uh, six to two win. That was a theme in uh, hockey last night. Uh, they, after losing in overtime, game one, they blew a four-two third-period lead, lost in overtime. They uh, they were up four nothing before the game was even ten minutes old. They uh, Richard Panic, we remember him. He uh, he Panic. scored the opening goal. He's got two goals in as many games. Some fun stuff that happened in that game. Josh uh, Levo had two power play goals. He has 13 Damn. playoff goals right now, which set the Wolves' all-time franchise record for the most goals in a single playoff. That's a team in the playoffs a lot, by the way. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, lots of playoff Lots of really good players, and he's got the most. Fun stat that I love, Stefan Nason had four assists uh, last night. It was the first four-assist game in a Calder Cup final since 2012 when Corey Conacher did it. Corey Conacher that night for the Norfolk Admirals, his first assist of the four was picked up on a Richard Panic goal. Wow. Last night, Stefan <laughs> no Nason's kidding. first assist was picked up on a Richard Panic goal. That. I love stuff like that. That's that, awesome. That's like, I that's love incredible. And mundane sports stats. <laughs> and that made me, that made me happy when uh, Lindsey Wilhite, the great PR guy for the Wolves, uh, walked over and told me that stat. It's like, that's something that you put in a game recap. That's Anytime awesome. something like that happens, my daughter says, Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> I said, Eddie, that's just a coincidence. It is not the Illuminati. Uh, but the most interesting <laughs> thing to come out of that whole game, yes, the Wolves won 6-2. to two. It was a pretty comfortable win. Springfield got two goals late in the second period to make it 5-2. And, and the post game, talking to Wolves head coach, Warren Rosowski, I had asked him what was the message in between the second and third period after giving up those two goals and he got he got spicy he got hot like yes. I, you could see the the i i'd hit a nerve mm. and i thought he was about to go in on his players for maybe taking their foot off the gas and he went right after the officiating there was a sequence that led to springfield's first goal where two wolves players josh jacobs and andrew podorowski got in a post whistle scrum they were both called for roughing no penalty was called on springfield so they got a five on three for two minutes <laughs> and that's when they scored their first goal and he basically said you go you guys go watch that again tell me what we did that put us down five to three we're up five nothing and we're down two men for no reason he called the officiate an absolute joke 
Yeah. He said he was a loss for words. He was shocked. He then went on and expanded and said these players work their whole lives to play in a series like this, and it's a shame that they, they couldn't get better officiating for a game that important. So he, I have, I've talked to him a lot over the last two years, and he is a very passionate, very intense guy. I've never seen him. I've interviewed him after his team's lost six to nothing, and he wasn't that mad. And his team won <laughs> six to two in the damn championship yeah. series, and he was hot. I would imagine his next paycheck is probably going to be a little light. Um, the only the other thing I forgot to mention it yesterday when we were talking about Calder Cup, but I was told from a reliable source with uh, close to the Wolves that. Wasowski has at least one NHL interview. Interesting. For once this series is over. I'm not going to speculate on what team it's with. I have no idea. But we know the teams that are still looking for head coaches. Mm -hmm. I think he's a guy that's starting to become on radar. I don't know if he's going to get a job this quickly. Um, but he's definitely a guy that's going to start. He's won, at the, he's won an ECHL championship. Uh, he's won an AHL championship as assistant. He's three wins away from winning one this year. Those like he's got that John Cooper kind of pedigree yeah. to the NHL, yep. and these are the type of guys that need to start getting more looks. Not you know John Tortorella. They need to retread him. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting little tidbit to come out of there. We'll see what how uh, what comes out of that. I like that he said, "I'm at a loss for words." And yet then, here, are here are a bunch are of words. words. Here are three hundred <laughs> words, and how bad yeah. these officials were. Here are. Yeah. Oh, I found I them. Here they are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it the, was yeah. a dominating win. Absolutely. So it's 1-1. The, uh, the go series goes back for the next three games in Springfield, so it's going to be tough. Springfield has not lost at a home ice yet in the postseason, and they had the most regular season home wins in the AHL, too. So it's a tough place. Tough they call place it the Thunderdome. <laughs> Thunderdome. Tough, nice. tough place to win. Wolves have to win at least one of them to get the series back to Chicago for the last two games. But the way they played last night, it might not be coming back because the Wolves win the next three. So we'll Could see. Could be. Nice. And uh, uh, Piotr, Piotr Kachekov, his legend grows as he once again tried to fight a forward, much like he did in the playoffs with the Hurricanes with Brad Marchant. Uh, <laughs> Will Bitten got a little uh, too close for comfort in the crease, and he literally chased him to the corner and punched him in the face. Love it. Was, it. it was nice. Great. Sign him. Uh, yes. Nice. He's, uh, Bring he's him here. Great hurricane him. fans love him, and rightfully so. Great goalie, and he will punch a guy. Love that. Well, when we get to our most hated player segment, I'm sure some of those guys will come up as well. Oh, yes. yeah. All right, then we've got the Stanley Cup final, uh, game three. Everyone's writing off. Adam Hogue asked me yesterday during the uh, CHGO Bear Show, are the Evs going to sweep? No. <laughs> no, they're Shame not. on anybody who <laughs> thought no. that. Yeah. Know, that thought that. was starting to creep in my head after 7 nothing. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Lightning are Michael Myers. They're Jason Voorhees. Every time you think you've killed them, he, they pop back mm -hmm. up and go in for at least one more murder. So that's, that's what we're dealing <laughs> and, with. And it's one thing to bounce back with a win. It's another thing to bounce back with a 6-2 win. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's Especially it, coming that, back from a 7 nothing loss. Yeah. To and come they, back and put it back on And they gave them. up the opening goal that game twice. One of them was called <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah. Right. After a really lengthy review on a play that was kind of obvious the puck uh -huh. left the zone... And reviews. then they gave up another goal, and they're down one nothing, and you're like, uh-oh. And they go up 3-1. They get the abs come back to make it 3-2, and you're thinking, this is going to be a little – and then they just they took off from there. Yep. Some interesting stuff happened. Kucherov got hurt towards the end of that game. Uh, a little cross-check from he, Devin Taves. Yeah, just weird. the way his leg went under him was uh, – I don't know. I Hopefully he's okay because that's a, that's a game-changer, but – 
It's huge. It just it was when I saw it on replay, it just kind of looked not great. No. You know, like one of those weird, that's, awkward where yeah. your your body's not supposed to bend. Exactly. That way. Right. Yeah. Um, and you probably missed it in real time, but then they they uh, did a good job finding it on the replay, and you saw cross check, and it drove the hip down, and it almost caused him to do like a half split on on his knee, mm. and he went off the ice immediately. So John, John Cooper said this morning, a Lightning coach, that he thinks Kucherov will be able to play game four, but he also called Braden Point doubtful. For game four, but considering they're 0 2 with him in the lineup and 1 0 without him in the <laughs> lineup in this series, bench. maybe that's not the worst thing in the yeah. world. Uh, if Kucherov can't play, that's huge. Uh, but I would think anything minus uh, an amputation, he'll be in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, it, it was an, an awkward injury. And um, if, if he's out, I mean, that's a huge loss for, for, for Tampa. And, you know, they, last night we talked about it, um, you know, before, uh, on, on yesterday's show. Last night pretty much had to be a must win for them because you can't this 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 Avalanche team if you're down 0-3, you're done yeah, and you're even if even if yep. you are the Tampa Bay Lightning um, but uh, being able to come back and, and, and get the win in that in that game uh, kept them alive kept the series pretty much wide open because we saw what they did uh, against the Rangers obviously the Avs aren't the Rangers but what they did against the Rangers to to come back after being down 0-2 uh, and 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 get the get the next four. Uh, to get to this point, I mean, Tampa Bay is a very capable team. Tampa is You're like, not a back-to-back defending yeah. champ for no reason. No, they're like those Blackhawk Cup teams that, that, like, from game after game three, games four, five, six, seven, they get better. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened in the last series. Crunch time. You can argue now that game four is a must-win for Colorado. Because this, if it yeah, goes you don't back wanna, to Colorado two two, they have zero momentum. Zero momentum, yeah. yeah. I mean, even even with even with a three one lead, I don't feel a hundred percent comfortable, <laughs> but I feel a lot better with that than two two. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm just surprised we've seen so many blowouts. I mean, it's only been three games, but it's just I, I expect this to be real tight, and maybe some track some track meets now and there. But I didn't think seven nothing and six two in consecutive right, yeah. games. Well, I did not predict that at all. Our, our, our guest Liam McHugh yesterday said, "Hey, it's Darcy Kemper." Maybe yeah. start getting it to him, and he got pulled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I would like to see some tighter games as as the series continues here. But yeah, I mean, if it's if it's back and forth, so, you know, each team is going to have their night, uh, like like we've seen in the last two games. I don't know. It feels that would feel a little bit more disappointing, even if it, even if we get six or seven games out of it. If none of them are close, um, it's it, it's a different feeling to the to the series. So I'm hoping for some some closer games here, some more down to the wire, th- late third period, and give us someone's them, biting their give nails. Us a triple overtime classic already. Come that on. sounds fun. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yes. All right. Before we get to our top shelf Tuesday most hated players topic, uh, Mario sent the two of us, the three of us, a text today and said, "Hey, did you guys realize the NHL awards are tonight?" <laughs> and uh, no. Sure didn't. Kind of went over the head there. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a thing. That whole thing. Uh, so that's happening tonight. So we're going to try our hand at predicting the Hart, Calder, Norris, and Vezina trophies. Uh, where do you want to start, fellas? We can, Let's uh, go with the Calder. Let's go with the Calder. All right. That sounds good. As I, Calder uh, trophy comes down to three finalists. Uh, Detroit's Moritz Sider, uh, Toronto's Michael Bunting, and Anaheim's Trevor Zegras. Um, I think this goes to Mort Sider. Should. And I think as much as – I think it will be very tight uh, in, in when the voting comes out. I think it will be very tight between between him and Zegers. But really, all, all three have a legitimate case to it. But I'm going with Sider. Bunting is there because of where he played and who he played with. I don't want to take away anything from him, but 
you know, playing with Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews, put your stick on the ice, get 20-something goals. Great effort, but, I mean, what Sider did with Detroit, playing that position as well as he did, I mean, that that, that was the best rookie. And, and Zegers was fantastic, too, but I think because of what Sider was able to do as a rookie defenseman, super impressive. That's mm-hmm. my pick. Yeah, I, I want him to win. I think he deserves to win. However, I think Zegers had so many uh, high-profile moments um, that he's going to win the award. I think that there's a lot of times where people that have voting rights for awards don't necessarily watch the sport as much as they should, um, and they will go with the most popular or the most highlighted player, and that is Trevor Zegers. might be the most highlighted player, aside from McDavid and McKinnon, in the league this year because of some of the yeah. incredible goals he's pulled off. I want it to be Cider. It should be Cider. I'm going to predict that Trevor Zegers wins the award. Interesting. I, I wouldn't be outraged if that happened. No, I yeah. not take anything I, away I from be, him. I wouldn't be surprised either to, for the exact point you said. I mean, he had the... He had the most noteworthy highlights throughout the year, but just consistently being one of the top young players, I, I think Cider should be the winner. But yep. but yeah, to your point, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Zegers ends up winning that one. All right, the Norris Trophy for best defenseman, uh, the perpetual candidate Victor Hedman <laughs> is there uh, from Tampa, Roman Yossi from Nashville, and of course Kale McCarr from Colorado. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr, I think, even even though this this award takes nothing from the postseason, all the voting is closed before the postseason starts. I think what we've seen this season, and especially in the postseason, there's no doubt Kale McCarr is the best defenseman, top top to bottom in the league. I only worry that Roman Yossi, he led all defensemen in points, and Roman Yossi is a great player. It has been for a long time. I, I just hope it's not like, well, he's been really good for a long time, so we're going to give him the Norris as kind of like a career achievement award. Well, he's already got one. He's got one. Okay, well, he doesn't <laughs> he's, he's got one. Hedman's got one. Yeah, it, and Makar it, Makar deserves it. There's no defenseman better because he's been a, a dynamic offensively, but he's also really good defensively mm-hmm. too. He like and and Hedman is a guy like Duncan Keith. We've just taken for granted how good he is. And you know who's going to be the next one like that? Kale Makar. Right. He's going, this guy again, right. well, and he's going to miss Norris's. He should we're probably gonna, We're going to get into that with the Hart Trophy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. People are like, oh, Kale McCarr again. That's boring. We can't have him winning again. So, well, you know, Kale McCarr is probably going to get a couple of Hart Trophies before it's all said You're and done. You're probably too. correct he, about that. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't uh Maybe wouldn't as surprised. soon as next year. Who knows? <laughs> uh, for the Vezina, for the uh, finest goalie, uh, Jacob Markstrom from Calgary, Juicy Saros from Nashville, and Igor Shesterkin from the Rangers. This is the easiest pick yes. of all time. Easiest. It is Igor Shesterkin. When, you, when you're a Vesna finalist and also a Hart Trophy finalist, why are we even having Vesna finalists? Exactly right. It's mm-hmm. Igor Shesterkin. UC Saros had a great regular season, didn't play in the playoffs. Not that that matters for this award. Jacob Markstrom had a really good regular season, but he kind of wet himself a bit in the playoffs. Yep. So. It, Shesterkin was the best goalie from day one to the end of the regular season. He was the reason the Rangers were as good as they were. He was the reason the Rangers got to within two wins of the Stanley Cup final. Yep. He's worthy of a Hart Trophy nomination, so he's the, he's the surefire Vesna. There's no there's no discussion. Yeah, yeah. once once you put the Vesna nominee, nominee in the Hart category, Just give him you the have award, to give right? him the award by yeah. definition, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the other Hart finalists, Austin Matthews from Toronto and Connor McDavid from the Oilers. I mean, it, I think it all depends on how you define the MVP, and uh, it has been recently defined as the best player, 
not the most valuable to their team, but the best. However you define this, to me, the answer is Connor McDavid either yes. way. Connor McDavid should win, but I think Austin Matthews will win because he plays in Toronto. You score 60 for Toronto. 60 is solid. You're gonna, and, and I'm not taking him away. Yeah. But just watch, and I know it's a regular season award, but watch the playoffs and tell me which, which guy is more valuable to their team. Right. Connor McDavid put the Edmonton Oilers on his freaking back and took them to the Western Conference Finals. Austin Matthews hasn't been out of the first round yet, and that's not his fault. Right. There's a lot of blame to go around there, but you take Austin Matthews off the Maple Leafs, they're probably still a wild card team. They got enough talent. You take Connor McDavid oh. off the Oilers, they're, they're drafting in the top three. They're the Hawks. Yeah. Pretty much. Right? Are they that Bryce Idol is Patrick Kane. Are they that bad without McDavid, yes. though? Yes. yes. That bad? Yes. Picking in the lottery? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. All right. Maybe I mean, not lottery, but I think they're this year's well, Blackhawks. Well, they would be a lottery, technically a lottery team, because they wouldn't make the playoffs. Well, yeah, true. I mean, yeah, but I'm not saying like I would think they'd be a top, three, they would have a top five pick if without yeah. Connor McDavid, because who else is there? Is Leon Dreisaitl? Leon Dreisaitl is great, but he's not a one-man guy. He's not a no, and you know but he's Evander, an M- but he's Kane, an MVP. Evander Kane doesn't do what he does without Connor McDavid. Uh, who else is carrying that team? Zach Cassian, Zach Hyman. Come on, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Darnell Nurse. I mean, they haven't. They, Harkin, Har- but you could do this like Alex that, Brinkett, that's Seth our, Jones, that's our Dylan Strome. You know, all right. I don't. I mean, that. I. It's, I, a, it's an I interesting think, conversation. I think McDavid I, is <laughs> the the most talented player in the league the be- the the best player mo yes most valuable to his team i i don't disagree with that but i do think that the oilers wouldn't be that terrible without him but i but to the same point you take austin matthews out the maple leafs also wouldn't be that terrible with with without austin matthews so i think i don't know i think I, I think i think if you're i think for this award and I, I and I know you can say, oh, the Ted Lindsay is there. It's voted on by the Players Association, not by the same people who vote on on the other awards. So it's, it, there's a different connotation to the award. I think there there needs to be a specific most valuable to your team, and then most outstanding in the right. season. Because you could say, oh, clearly then you know a sixty goals a sixty goal season in this NHL that's the most outstanding achievement. But the most valuable was Connor McDavid yeah. to his team. Based off of I don't know whatever you want to uh, generate it or however you want to de- decide it, it's it's a really weird award this year because then you say well you take out Igor Shosturkin and what do the Rangers do? Do they right. even make the playoffs? Yeah, maybe like, not. So it's all three guys are super deserving. I think for a goalie to win MVP in in this day and age, they it has to be so such an incredible season that you have to outweigh the guy who scores the most points or the most goals or, you know, what have you. And, and I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a goalie that could do that in this, in this NHL, the way that, the way that, you know, awards are voted on and the way that play, how good players are, um, I, which is a disservice, but I, I think it's, it's, it's kind of like in baseball where, you know, can a, can a pitcher be an MVP if they're playing every fifth day, yeah. Or you know a goalie doesn't play eighty two games, um, so it's 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 a really interesting trio. I think all of them have a case for it. I bet on Austin Matthews uh, using the points bet app, and I think it's I think it's going to cash. 
I just I yeah. I don't know. It's I I I think there's 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 so much like back and forth debate about it and b- between him and McDavid and I think McDavid's already won. I do think unfortunately for for the award's sake that Toronto media will favor Austin Absolutely. Matthews. Playing in Toronto it's will just, get you more votes than playing. Yeah, in it's just such a we- this is, is such a They're- weird year cuz neither one of neither one of them are definitive enough that where you can say, "Oh yeah, 100% there's probably a bit of an element, too, of, look, this is probably McDavid's award for the next decade. Could be. And this season for Matthews, like, he probably deserves one, too. And this is probably the way you justify is Like, look, he had a 60-goal year in Toronto with a ton of pressure on them this year. So this is the year we give it to, Ma- to Matthews because McDavid's going to have so many other chances to win it. This is his best argument against McDavid is this season – Right. So give it to him now. I, well, and, I wouldn't, and none Matthews of the three would missed, surprise me. I'm trying to look it up here. Matthews missed a pretty decent portion of the season, didn't he? I mean, not a, a lot of the season, but he missed a significant amount. These are the playoff stats. He played anyways, 73 games this year. 73. Okay, I thought, it was, I thought it was more than that. But anyways, yeah, 60 goals in 73 games. Like, if he had played a full season, we're talking maybe 64, 65 goals. Mm-hmm. Like that hasn't been that hasn't been done since I think what what was Ovechkin in 07 had 65 and before that it was you had to go back to the 90s. Yeah, back to the yeah, of course. So yep. yeah, it's it's it was an incredible season. McDavid obviously had an incredible season. I think there's neither pick is wrong, but I don't think it, either one of them is unquestionably right. No, right. I think the debate will be there, and there's no wrong answer. All three of those guys are worthy of it. Right. Uh, you know, in any other season. Those those performances standing alone would be worthy of it. The problem is you had three amazing had three performances all in, the same in all this year. So yeah, there's no wrong answer. Um, so that that's probably the one that will have the most drama. The rest are kind of eh, we kind of. I I, th- I, th- I think it'll be Matthews. I'm I'm like barely on the side of I think he deserves it because Connor McDavid is just so good. Yeah. But I I don't know I don't know I hate to say I'm jaded to Connor McDavid's skill. But yeah, to your point, like with how many how many MVPs could he win in his career? I think that plays against him because it's like, oh, he could win ten. If you but if he only wins what two, three, it's yeah. just like, well, wait, why if you, was if he you, not? If you can't the beat best? McDavid for this award with sixty goals, and you might as well just pencil in McDavid right. for the next twelve. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, we've been nice enough this show. Let's get yeah, into some hatred. Time to start. Hate, hate. The hate. first annual. Player hate his ball <laughs> on CHGO Blackhawks. Should we get our, uh, our our wonderful sponsors in before we start spewing? Yes. Uh, by the way, Herb's going to yell at me for saying first annual, inaugural, yeah. inaugural yeah. player haters ball. Not here. Sorry. Uh, the best way to support us at CHGO Sports is to download the PointsBet app. When you do, use the code CHGO. If you do that now, you're going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not all. Make a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet, and you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker. All that for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. It's your home for live in-play betting, and it just got even better. If you see an edge in the game you're watching, is your favorite team playing for a comeback? Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. See why consumers say PointsBet has been the fastest with their live bets. 
Follow along with your bets from the moment they're made and stay with it all game long and download the points bet app. Use that code CHGO. You can download start to finish from your phone in Illinois. So make sure you do that. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet, live your bet life with points bet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And to help yourself and CHGO pick up some athletic greens and their AG1 product. It is formulated to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. In just one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And if you have different uh, dietary restrictions, whether it's gluten-free or dairy-free or vegan or paleo, whatever it is with AG1, you're good to go. Easy to incorporate into your life no matter how busy you are. A small once-a-day habit with big benefits. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of AG1 in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million, million different pills and supplements to look out for your health make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash chgo blackhawks. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash chgo blackhawks. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And don't forget, go to allchgo.com to check out those new shirt designs. They're on your screen right now. Uh, If you're a member, if you're not a member, go to that chgo locker. Buy some merch. It helps us out as well. All right. It is Top Shelf Tuesday. It is time to discuss the NHL players we hate the most. And boy, the list is long and lengthy. (laughs) It's hard for me to say, this guy is the one I hated the most. I got to be honest. I had a little too much fun just like finding photos of these assholes and like putting them on (laughs) full screens for you. So we got a lot of full screens to get through Uh, here if you want. Word to the wise, if you see our producer Lawrence out in the street, Cross the street. He's he's warm. He's angry. He's a little he's toasty. Got, toasty. His Tuesday. memories of, of hatred flowing through him. He's gonna punch somebody before this day is over. <laughs> yeah, uh, surfing on For the sure. chat says uh, the most hated GM list starts and ends with he who shall not be named. See, I'm not gonna say who that is because if I go. did, I'd have to put a dollar in the jar, and I'm not gonna yeah. say that name. Well, this topic, we we thought of this topic because I, I I sent out a tweet during game two of the Stanley Cup final when Corey Perry was being Corey Perry and running in the goalies and then leaning on guys' ankles. I was, oh, I'm just getting up. So I sent out a tweet that said, uh, you know, nothing unites hockey Twitter quite like hatred for Corey Perry, and it's gotten hundreds of likes and people agree. So that's why we were like, hey, this sounds like something we should talk about on this Tuesday. <laughs> and here we are. And, and Corey Perry sorry, there it is. To- tops the list of current players. Um, oh, I think so. Uh, like one of the more universal. Th- there's like hatred. Like I have a buddy that lives in in Dallas, and he replied to this tweet saying, "I hated him even when he played <laughs> for my team, and he's a Stars fan." And he's like, there's, "Yeah." And, and the thing about Corey Perry is a lot like a lot of these guys. Um, there he is leaning on the the ankle of uh, I can't remember what Colorado player it was. JT Comfort. JT Comfort. That's what. It, yeah. Northbrook's own. Um, exactly. So you know he's just one of those guys that, and, and he's also one of those guys that you got to remember he's a former Hart Trophy winner. Yeah. He doesn't need to be a dick because he's really good. He's scored he forty goals and yet he and that's you could say that about Brad Marchand, another guy that a lot of people hate. He's doesn't need to do that because he's a really good hockey player. You can get guys. 
of the past, your 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 Ty Domies and guys like that that weren't ever going to score a lot of goals, but these guys are really good hockey players and they don't they they hurt their team by doing this stuff and being taken off the ice yeah. for two minutes at a time. So yeah, I don't mind a pest. There are some people that are great at getting the opponent off their game mm-hmm. with little stuff like maybe slapping a stick out of their hands after a whistle or things like that. But or when you're bowling, or licking their face, a master of that. Yes, <laughs> and l- I'm sure other. If this was being done in DNVR or PHNX, Dave Bowen's name would come up a oh, lot. If this was done in Vancouver. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And and there were things that we kind of turned a blind eye to because. He was our guy, and we love right. the rat. But uh, you know, it's when you get to the the cheap shot stuff, and and you you mentioned Marshan's a great call. Like these guys don't have to play that way, but some guys need to find that edge to stay engaged and stay motivated and stuff. And and hey, it's been working for them. Corey Perry has been playing for a hundred years. I loathe the guy. That's like the one time you saw Marion Hosa be like. Don't make me end you on the ice right now. When <laughs> Perry was like pulling on Hosa's stick, and Hosa's like, "What are you doing, dude? Do you know who I am? Do you know that I can summon lightning from the heavens and kill you right now? Like you never saw Hosa react to anybody that way. And uh, Corey Perry was the one guy to really get under Hosa's skin during his time. Which, ooh, bad phrasing about sorry, Marion. <laughs> but to irritate, oh, not good either. Oh, to man. annoy Marion Hosa yeah. was Corey Perry, and that's. Uh, so he he's not near the top of my list, but for me, because of where he's been throughout his career and because of the moments he's had against the Hawks, it's hard for me to pick anyone aside from Chris Pronger. Yeah. A, yeah. a perpetual St. Louis Blue, another guy who was just freaking awesome at hockey and didn't need to be. He, he was Victor Hedman with, a, with an attitude, mm-hmm. you know, and... The whole series against Philly was he was a big pain in the ass to play against and just reignited that hatred for him. It's really uh, to see what he went through after his career was harrowing, um, like almost having to like live in a dark room and uh, go through all that stuff. But it seems like he's kind of out the other side and things have gotten a little bit better for him. But that's a guy who was supremely impacted by concussions. But when he played just a pain in the ass for every reason he could hit you he'd cheap shot you and you could defend like no one else the guy was a great player but a big pain in the ass and a huge dick and i hated him yeah i hated chris pronger long before it was cool to hate chris pronger in 2010 like (laughs) i was on that bandwagon in the in the 90s i even hate sean pronger by uh just by association. (laughs) association i hate Three prong power cord. I don't use. <laughs> I don't use forks. Sporks all the way. Yeah, right. Uh, Skokes in the chat uh, had Shane Doan. That's a name we didn't yeah. bring oh, up. Oh, Shane Doan's a good one. I hated, I hated Shane Doan, but I actually met him a couple years ago, and I was scouting for, for uh, junior leagues. He, uh, his son uh, Josh, who is now I believe a, uh, a brand ambassador yeah. for our, our Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, he, he was coaching his son's junior team, and I met him and talked to him, and he really nice guy. Changed my opinion. But when he was on the ice, yes. Him and those those damn elbows, I, I hated him. There's always an elbow <laughs> to the head. He just got away with a lot of fucking You know who shots. he reminds me of a lot, who, who has a lot of Shane Doan in him? A guy that had a couple goals last night, Gabriel Landeskog. Yep. Is like yeah. modern-day Shane Doan. Yeah. Great player, but has no problem putting an elbow in your temple if he has to. Yeah. And, and, and one player that I always... Uh, hated where, like you said, uh, Jay, about moments against the Hawks is uh, Alex Burrows. Oh my God! Just, just the definition of a of a pudwack. 
And the, the that might actually be insulting to other putters. <laughs> the rivalry between Chicago and, and Vancouver in, in 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 the early 2010s. I mean, you could look, you can go up and down the Vancouver list and just say, oh, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, hate, 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 hate them all. But Alex Burroughs was just just a, a just a dick. Yeah, I just I, and, and, and he, he, he continued it. and he continued to be a dick throughout his entire career. And he's a coach now, and he's a he's a coach now. And the 2011 overtime winner. I hated that yep. that he scored that. It had to be him, of course. Um, he's, yeah, he's just out there Alex teaching Burroughs. future players. I, I was so mad I didn't even I didn't even get a picture of him. There you go. Not, not worth it. Not the internet. It. We don't want to get reported. Well, we, for looking and we can't like have that. a hatred. Well, well, before you get to your your Roman Turk story <laughs> that you told us about, you can't have a most hated episode without talking, of course. His name's in the chat, Rafi Torres. Yep. Oh, he yeah. was on those some of those Canucks teams too. Yep. Rafi Torres is a freaking criminal. Uh, he deserves <laughs> to be in a straitjacket in a padded room and beaten with fire hoses on a, 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 a every hour on the hour. Isn't F, he also a guy? Isn't he also a coach too? Why would you want this guy anywhere near your organization for anything? What's he going to teach a hockey player how to do besides kill? Almost people? kill someone. F this guy. If I ever saw him in the street, I would punch him in the mouth as hard as I can and then run as fast as I could because oh, he go. would probably hurt me. But I, I would I would risk uh, uh, assault and battery charges just to get a shot in on this he guy. Is, he is not coaching now, but I think the guy you might be thinking of, Mario, Steve Ott. is, yes, Rafi Torres Light, Steve Ott. Oh, yes. Steve Ott. That's right. A guy yeah. that once, uh, the funniest thing I ever heard about Steve Ott, Somebody on Twitter years ago, I think it was one on the blues, says Steve Ott is a guy that totally eats his own boogers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he is a turd, that guy. Yeah, I, I and he uh, coaches was, for the blues, right? Yeah, I believe Perfect. so. Yeah, right that's, on brand that's, for that. Right on yeah, brand for those guys. That's definitely someone who I, I forgot, but as soon as I as soon as you said Steve, I was like, oh yeah, completely very similar, stand ginger, him. gingery type. Has anybody ever seen Steve Ott and Steve Zahn in the same place at the same time, though? I don't think so. No. Well, he's also Steve, Steve, the, Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball. Yeah. He's also Steve, Steve Ott in a Neil Diamond cover band. Yeah. <laughs> Love that movie. It's a great movie. It's a terrific movie. All right, I got to get to it, because my wife created a YouTube account uh, just to chime in on her <laughs> hatred for Little Roman Turek. Good to see you. Uh, former, uh, was he Flames mainly, Roman Turek? She just I had a hatred. Blues, flyers. He was around for a while. A hatred for Roman Turek that had no real story behind it. She just hated him for no reason. I hate that Roman Turek, like to this day. And her, her, she says like she, he was just so good against the Hawks. Well, honey, like when we were going to games, everybody was good against the Hawks because <laughs> the Hawks were terrible. Uh, but she hates Roman Turek almost as lo- as much as she loves Steve Passmore. Uh, even as a softball coach, she wears Steve Passmore's Steve Passmore. number 29. Now, there's a name I haven't heard That's her guy. That was the first big gift I bought my wife was an authentic Steve Passmore jersey. The only one ever uh, sold, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, are you sure you want you sure this? You want I'm like, that? Yeah. Is, that your, is that your brother? Print it up, Hawk Quarters. Print it up. Uh, uh, so scoreboard, yeah. please. Come on. Yeah, Roman Turk. By the way, the photo she's using in her YouTube uh, picture is her arm-in-arm with Jake Arrieta. I have been cropped out of that photo. <laughs> yes. I mean, to be fair, you so can't even Jake. be mad at that, though. No, I'm not mad. You can't be mad I'm at not that. Mad. I would crop myself out of a picture with Jake Arrieta. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely crop Jake Arrieta out of a picture of Jake Arrieta because fuck <laughs> that guy. But that's a whole yeah, other story. Yeah, this was pre, uh, pre yeah. Jake losing his mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, well, kinda. Mm, yeah. he did, though. So I have done. to say, I did a bunch of uh, events with him in his Cy Young season, uh, just bar events, empty bar events. Like me, Jake Arrieta, and like 10 people who didn't even care he was there. Could not have been nicer. Sweetest guy in the world. Super nice to Addy. But then he came back to Chicago as a different dude. It was very, very strange. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, who else do we have on the list? There's so I mean, the the one that all Hawks fans know of all time is Dino Cicerelli. Yeah, that's kind of like sucks. I still have a Dino sucks button somewhere. Yeah, from back in the day. <laughs> that's kind of the default most hated player. Goes from the North Stars to the Red Wings. That's a really good way to maintain your hatred uh, in Chicago. And just a guy, another one, really good player, Hall of Famer, which surprised me when we looked that up. He's got yeah. ama- he had amazing numbers. Yeah, great. But I, I just, I was like, ah, he seems one of those borderline guys because Larmer's not in, but he is. Yeah. My God, um, he should be. But so should Larmer. Maybe Steve Larmer needs to go get the morning paper in his bathrobe to get in the Hall of Fame. Oh, there you go. That could do it. <laughs> but yeah, Dino was just always that guy. Like he would always go over the line of pest. Uh, play dirty, cheap shots, nut shots, whatever, very, whatever it very took. Punchable face is shown on that picture. Does on the screen. Somebody and just a good name. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Cicerelli? Like, you you cannot be a. You know you're little. First of all, so he's got the <laughs> little man complex going on. Very Joe Pesci esque. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's he's he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's he's Joe Pesci. He's like the guy. He's like the guy that gets killed in the first episode of The Sopranos for mouthing off to the boss. Yes, yeah. exactly. Go get your shine box, Dino. Go get yeah. your effing shine box. Yeah. Uh, well, if, speaking about a guy like uh, that's why I hated Brendan Shanahan as a player because he went from the Blues to the Red Wings. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so that's it's like one. you know screw that guy. It's NHL player safety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is it now? Is uh, George Peros still is the George Peros, guy? yeah, is still, still, still leading that. He'll be replaced uh, by Rafi Torres. Leading that charge. Another, yeah, another small small guy. Yeah. Yes. Theo Flurry. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons to hate this guy. There was a game against the Hawks. It was the year Chris Simon was on the Blackhawks, so whatever Ooh. year that was, where he was being such a dick on the ice that it was the first time I considered going on the ice during a game. <laughs> and, I wouldn't recommend that. And physically assaulting Theo Flurry. He was just Every after the whistle, slash to the ankle, you know, nut shot, and he got away with all of it. He had a way of not never, but very often not getting caught with the cheap stuff he was doing. Uh, and another guy who was a fantastic mm-hmm. player, and I was actually very excited when the Hawks got him. And then I met him, they brought him in because this is when the Hawks were on the score, they brought him in like preseason to do an interview with Jesse Rogers on the pregame show. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go meet him. And I walked in. I'm like, he's he's out of it. Like mm-hmm. he, you could, he was just like, uh, good to meet you. Like he was like sleepy and sweaty, and it was just, well, this is not going to work. Yeah, yeah. It was it was. I mean, look, that guy has been through. He's got his hell. demons. There's no doubt about. I that. mean, if you don't know the Theo Fleury story, uh, you want to feel horrible about life. Uh, pick up his book. It, it's harrowing. Um, he talks about like picking up drugs next to a, a like a dead body in Chicago, like just. And I mean that's late in his career. Mm. Not to mention all the things he endured in junior hockey. Uh, just another example of a victim of hockey's horrible culture. Um, but you know, and then his post hockey career kind of did like the born again thing a little bit, and was doing motivational stuff. And now he's gone really, really far right wing again. Maybe not again, but that's where he is now. Um, so these guys, they've got a lot of demons and a lot of stuff has happened to them. We're not trying to, to hate these guys. It, we're not trying to like feel bad for them. No, him. we said he went way wor- okay. right wing, so he's back in the hate column. Yeah, again. yeah no, it's, but I mean, you know, him specifically, his story is. It's it's a very. It's tough. Yeah, it's a very tough life. You at tough least got a reason for why he was such a jag. Like some of these guys are jags to be jagged, but then when you read about all the stuff he went through, you're like, okay, right. I could totally, it's not forgivable, but it's more understandable. He had a lot of pent up aggression. He yeah, you can out. see why yeah. someone ends up acting. But at the time way. it was going on, you had no idea, and you were like, "This guy needs to get hit by a bus." 
<laughs> Speaking of which, yeah. there he is, Ty Domi, another guy. Another little guy with a lot of anger. Another meathead. And his, his kid stinks, too. He is the meatiest meathead okay. ever. <laughs> that fight with him and quote. Probert. Uh, when he w- when Domi was on the Rangers, Probert was on the Red Wings. Probert, who is the all-time heavyweight champ, in my opinion, is just pounding away at Domi. And the angle you have on screen is Probert's got his left arm extended, and you can't see Domi's face, but he's got Domi bent over, and Probert's reaching with the right uppercut, 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 eight, nine, ten in a row. And Domi turns, and Domi's laughing. <laughs> he's eating right uppercuts from Bob Probert at full power, and Domi gets up with a f- smile on his face. That guy is a cement head, literally. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, it's crazy. There was the time he pulled the fan into the penalty box. It started <laughs> oh, that, was the fan. that was the fan's fault. I appreciate that about him. <laughs> but, yeah. It's like the one moment I liked him. Yeah. And Domi and Probert, they went at it dozens of times. There's a whole mm-hmm. website devoted to them duking <laughs> it out. So, yeah. I, Ty Domi was impossible to like. I also had a, a phase, and my wife brings it up on the chat here again, where I hated Jeremy Roenick because I was so hurt by his leaving. Mm. And there was a time he came to Chicago and fought Mark Bell. And Mark Mark Bell Bell. actually kind of whooped his ass. ABC line. And it was, I got very excited about that. (laughs) Like in that moment, still Roenick is my all-time favorite. There's a lot of people that still hate Chris Chelios for getting traded to the Red Wings. So I get that. Yeah, the, the, every, we still all have our inner meatball that comes out. Well, Chelios, I, I I forgave him in my book as I did some reflection, uh, but Chelios had a knack for just rubbing it in Hawks fans' faces. Like, hey, let me bring the cup to Wrigley in my Red Wings jersey. It's like, right. just stay in Detroit, well, dude. Was that, was that rubbing it into the Hawks fans' face or just rubbing it into the Hawks organization? See, <laughs> to me at the time, it felt like a, yeah. it felt personal to me. But reflecting on how that all went down, was a big FU it was a big F you to the words family, yeah, as it should have been. Absolutely. And yes. kudos for doing that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Chris Chelios is done. He's got no hockey left. And he played, what, 20 years or he something? Played, I think he played more for the Red Wings than he did for the Blackhawks. Yes, Hawks. he did. Yep. How about Jason in the chat uh, suggesting Jumbo Joe Thornton? Uh, his his I never appreciation hated. for him changed after all those cross checks to Taves' back. Nah, I yeah. Never, I never hated him. See, I did. I definitely yeah. did after all that Taves stuff. I'm with Jason. I'm having a really hard time remembering this guy, this player's name, and I'm 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 gonna smack myself in the face. You when hate I remember him so it. much you forgot his name. Oh, oh my gosh! It's he played on the Blackhawks in your head in the early 2000s. Matthew Barnaby. Oh, yeah. oh Barnaby! Yeah. Matthew Barnaby he was just was not Sabres a legend. Great, yes, yeah. just a, a, a one of those players that would just just instigate and and play I think the thing that I don't know if we've really talked about this too much but guys that just play that role of the heel and and lean into it you can kind of respect it a little bit that's a guy who ex- did exactly that in his and time. I feel like that made him a better player yeah yeah well yeah because he knew he wasn't going to be a heart trophy winner no based on his talent so he did what he had to do to stay in the league yep mm-hmm. and speaking of guys that embraced the heel role nobody did that better than Sean Sean Avery, Avery. Avery. Sean Avery yeah. Was not a talented hockey player to <laughs> NHL standards. I don't want to say like he made it to the NHL. You got to have a lot of talent to get that far. But he's a guy that said, "Listen, I'm not going to be an all star. I'm not going to be a 40 goal scorer, but 
I'm going to stand and wave my stick in front of Marty Brodeur. And there's that a was, rule. When you get a rule <laughs> made, when you're, when you're such a dick that the league has to make a rule to make sure you can't be that big of a dick, mm-hmm. you've achieved quite something. There. That was like such a surreal moment. It was like a video game glitch. Yeah. He's just facing Brodeur, swinging a stick in the air, like just. Like you, like it was like always, there was not, inv- there was no play happening that would require that. He was just trying to piss off Martin. You'd Brodeur. always, you'd always see, you know, oh yeah, you get, you. get, get to the front of the net, <laughs> yeah, right. take away the goalie's eyes, but not literally put your fists in the, yep. in, the in their, in their I'm eyes. That was and, me and my sister them. in the back seat on a family vacation. <laughs> I'm not touching you. I'm not yep. touching you. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. And that was a guy that wanted to be a bad guy 24 7 mm-hmm. he was he was he knew he how was to, like razor ramon on ice skates like yeah. he was just like hey, he yo. embraced it he knew he how to keep his job and he's mm-hmm. but even off the ice he was like yeah i'm 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 this guy 24 7 and you know what credit to him he carved a very long nhl career and cashed quite a few large yeah. checks fashion yeah. icon yes, I believe, right? allegedly oh. i don't know i don't pay attention <laughs> to that uh good name in the ch- couple good one dr horror show brings up darian hatcher who Yes. Just destroyed Jeremy Roenick. I hated him. Broke uh, his jaw. Oh, that yeah. was bad. Okay. Uh, uh, Claude Lemieux has not come up somehow, which is a miracle. That's a guy who yeah, had a career I, I playing love, dirty. I love those, those abs teams because they're the yeah. nature of the Red Wings, so I kind of liked them. Yep. Uh, speaking of the Red Wings, very sorry for what happened to you, Vladimir Konstantinov, but you were a massive prick when you played. Yes, he was. I hated you as a player, and I... Again, tragic that you were in a car accident, but <laughs> that guy, man, <laughs> like he was the worst. And he just, he looked like a Bond villain. Yeah. Like when you, you thought like Russian villain, it was Vladimir Konstantinov. <laughs> yeah. He looked like, uh, like Red Skull kind of from yeah. the Marvel, uh, Marvel things. <laughs> yes. And is. another Red Wing who kind of on the Barnaby thing, this is one of the guys, was it the same year where it was Adriana Coyne, Barnaby and Martin Lapointe? Were brought in to show leadership to the Blackhawks. Yeah. That was a Dale Talon move, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Lapointe was another one who was kind of a POS for the Red Wings. What some some talent, good level of talent, yeah. but as the Hawks always did back then, like, oh, you're a third liner in Detroit, come be our star player Ruby's here. We had a lot of guys like that, like Sean Burr and Joey Coker, Ugh. and yeah, you know, even Chris Draper was was a a guy that was hard to cheer for. I'm trying to see, is that the same year, Lacoin? That would be what? Five? I don't know. I, don't, I think that was before Talon. That oh, was, no, it was Barnaby and Curtis Brown. Curtis Brown. That was that free oh, agent yeah. class. Then it was Cullimore, Barnaby, a coin in the point. Cullimore. Yeah. Oh, I love these Because, yeah, we got uh, we, we like to get those Red Wing guys. I mean, we got Probert. We got Martin LaPointe. Remember the Paul Iserbart era? How about the St- Paul Coffey era? Yeah, all 10 games. All 10 games. <laughs> He's like, games. yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> he pulled, He's like, pulled, I think he you should leave. Shot. Trade me right effing now. I don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> wow, it's 12 o'clock already. We got to wrap this up. That was great fun. Maybe we'll have to do a part two. Wow. Should of, I show uh, just quickly the other photos that we've got? Oh, yeah, the yeah, there, there was so, so much there hatred so we couldn't fit it all into one We had Tom Wilson. Absolutely. That's another guy who doesn't need to do it but does. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else didn't we show here. Tom oh, Wilson's a great one. Yeah, Wackington. I hated this guy just because of his name. He sounds like an <laughs> upper respiratory injury. Darius Casparitis. <laughs> I gave him the finger when he was on Pittsburgh and he summoned me to the ice. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go? I hope no. not. Ah. I and saved that for Theo Fleury. Ulf Samuelson put Krivo Krasov through the boards, almost killing Wayne Gretzky's wife. Yeah. Wow. Remember that? I, I and then Ulf Samuelson had to go to the Rangers bench and be like, um, Wayne, 
Um, I think I might have hurt your wife. <laughs> future, future uh, former Blackhawks assistant coach. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I chose this photo of him, though, because I like the Whalers. Gotta, so. You can never have too much Whalers. of the whale. Gotta love the whale. That's great. Good Whalers. Well, that was a lot yeah. of fun. What, what, maybe we'll revisit later in, yeah. uh, in the summer and say part two of your most hated. The most list hated. is long. Well, I hope you enjoyed that show. We certainly enjoyed bringing it to you. And if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us to continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only will you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but make a $50 or more first-time deposit, and you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And remember, you can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sportsbook easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points. Bet gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tomorrow's show will be uh, pre-taped. We're going to record it tonight around 5 p.m. We're going to do our player evaluations of Boris Kachuk and Taylor Radish. We're also going to talk to Brian Hedger, uh, who will give us a preview on Brad Shaw, another Blackhawks coaching profile. So that will be out around 11 a.m., tomorrow morning but it will be pre-recorded so we will not have reaction to the nhl awards we'll get to that on thursday no, show no youtube show tomorrow because we'll be at right. the uh, big tailgate party yeah, we'll be at the tailgate join there, us there at the official chgo tailgate yes. uh 11 30 in lot b at the joan at the cell at the g rate at comiskey at whatever you call it uh come gonna, find us call it chgo stadium for the yes. day yeah, officially, yeah, officially the day. sold out our deal but please come visit us in yes. lot yep. b you you come still, the game, come. You can still still get tickets get just not the case uh, meet special. being told in my ear that yes indeed there are tickets available for this afternoon wednesday white Sox game yes not through us shocking but easily at the uh windows and we want to thank uh weber grills and green ridge farms for their uh their help in the event it's going to be awesome i'm going to eat so many encased meats. I'm bringing extra blood pressure medication just to be safe. <laughs> I'm bringing. I'm bringing an extra, uh, a, a bigger size of pants just in case. Yeah, wear just wear the uh, the, elastic, the elastic waist. Elastic waist. Band, Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We'll see you tomorrow at the cell. We will talk to you tomorrow on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Have a great day. Stay cool. Stay inside. And just turn on the YouTube and watch all the great CHGO podcasts as they come your way. For Mario and Greg, I'm Jay. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.